Welcome to Divine Inspiration by Dantisha James. Today we're going to talk about it was time for conversion. Yes, it was time for conversion. Surely it was the was in the Church of Antioch at this time when there were so many excellent ministers there and blessed Apostle Paul among them, building up the church in um, their most high holy faith. But here we have their peace disturbed and differences arising. A new doctrine started among them, which accuse, I mean, accuse, I'm not accused, um, occasions this division obliging the Gentile converts to submit to circumcision in the ceremonial law. In the Old Testament, circumcision is clearly defined as a covenant between God and all the Jews' males. In giving the law to the Hebrew people, Moses taught in the Israelites what the Lord expected of them, that they were to be holy people separated from the pagan immorality and idolatry of their surroundings. Surroundings. Many that had been strangers to the Jewish religions became Christians. Let's get into the word of God. You ready to get into the word of God? I am so ready to get into the word of God. Let's go into Acts chapter 15, verse 1 through 5. And this is what the word of God says. And certain people came down from Judea to Antioch and were teaching believers, uh, believers, unless you were, unless you are circumcised according to the custom taught by Moses, you cannot be saved. This brought Paul and Barnabas into a sharp dispute and debate with them. So Paul and Barnabas were appointed along with some other believers to go up to Jerusalem to see the apostles and the elders about this question. The church sent them on their way, and as they traveled through Pionica and Samaria, they told how the Gentiles had been converted. This news made all believers very glad. And so the council of Jerusalem, the Jewish, which might was the Pharisees who was telling the strangers, or can say um, the Gentiles that in order to be accepted as Christians, you will have, have to be circumcised and learn Moses' law. This is what they did before Christ stepped in the picture, but we can't put on the law or be a holy if we don't have holy the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit is what helps us change for the good. Instead of a bad attitude, we will have a good attitude. Instead of a stubborn, instead of being stubborn, not saying sorry or forgiving someone, instead with the Holy Spirit, we say sorry and we forgive um, the people, we forgive um, people who wronged us and we ask for their forgiveness. See, the Holy Spirit helps us move the lust of the eyes and the lust of the flesh and the pride of life out of our way. Apostle Paul and Barnabas was declaring before they even stepped in the council of Jerusalem, they believed and had faith in Christ that they was conversion. They've been filled with the Holy Spirit with joy among all brethren. See, church, there's a big difference between conversion Christians and a Christian that's not conversion. A conversion Christian has been changed and the power of the Holy Spirit is upon them, up within them, filling them up. Um, they've turned from their wicked ways and they have faith and trust in the Lord Jesus Christ. No matter if they on the top of the mountains or in the Lord's valleys, they hope known to the Lord Jesus Christ and his word and who they are in him and being changed as a new man or a new woman. A Christian comes to church 
to be, I mean, come to church, be serving the community, but haven't been conversion yet. But it is time for Gentiles to be converted. It is time for a change. It is time for the Holy Spirit to come into all flesh, to be converted, because Jesus said we have to be converted. We have to be born again. If we're not a born again, we can't enter into the kingdom of God. I've been in some, some churches, and some churches are just hindering the Holy Spirit because they want to control, which means our insecurity when they preach it. I'm sorry, Lord, please forgive me for saying that, but I'm just saying when you got to control your church and you want to be in control, you have some insecurity issues because the Holy Spirit can help you, and the Holy Spirit can help your congregation, and the Holy Spirit can move in your congregation congregation, for they can be filled with the Holy Spirit and be born and being born again, be converted. My God. So in John chapter three, verse three, it says this, Jesus replied, fairly, truly, I tell you, no one can see the kingdom of God unless they are born again. And so regeneration is necessary because all people prior to turning to Christ are, are excuse me, are in their inherited nature sinners who are spiritually dead and who are incapable of obeying and pleasing God. Regeneration in the, is the work of the God, the, um, the Holy Spirit, as the supernaturally and immediately change this disposition of the soul from death to life. Conversion is a is is a resort of regeneration. Who we are converted, we turn around and we move in a different direction. That's why we need to be filled with the Holy Spirit. Change doesn't happen until we repent. Change does, don't happen until we humble ourselves. We can't think that being in a church girl or a church man in the church, but acting like the devil's child outside of the church. We can't fool God. Can we talk church? Can we please talk? The, the times we live is, is in the end of times, and we are going to wake up the church. We need to wake up the church. We are, um, we, when we, let me slow down. When are we going to stop being lukewarm and really sincere our heart of all the things we do after the church service is over? The Lord say, um, no one will enter the kingdom of God unless they've been born again. See, we cannot pretend with God and we need to quit pretending at church. We need to quit quit putting on all of this makeup and all of this stuff when we still hurting and going through bleeding on the inside of us. We got to turn to God and we really got to draw close to him to be converted. Let's go back into Acts, Acts chapter 15, verse four through six. The word of God says this. When they came to Jerusalem, they were welcomed by the church and the apostles and the elders to whom they reported everything God had done through them. Then some of the believers who belonged to the party of the Pharisees stood up and said, the Gentiles must be circumcised and required to keep the law of Moses. The apostles and the elders met to consider this question. When they arrived at Jerusalem, let the Jews know all the work the Lord has done in their life. There, they was um, sharing their testimony of how God had moved in their life. The Pharisees who received their testimony was very coldly, and though they believed in Christ, yet were not satisfied in the omission of the convert converts. That those who have been most prejudiced against the gospel yet have been captiv captivated so mighty he is being through God to the pulling down strongholds. When Christ was here up on the earth, few are few are none of the rulers of the Pharisees behind of him. 
because they, they believed in their rituals. They believed in their law. They believed in their religious stuff. And they didn't believe in the Lord Jesus Christ and in which he was the savior. They had to be shocked of how, how could God move among the, these Jew, un-Jewish people. And the Gentiles, they didn't have Moses' law or the um, males haven't been circumcised. Can you imagine their they snares and their negative thoughts of who do, who do they think they are coming in here telling us this stuff? But it was God's grace. Let me say it again. It is God's grace and mercy that drafted us by his beloved son, Jesus Christ. Jesus said it was finished. It was time for the spirit to come up on his children for they can be who God seed them to be and created them, created them to be. That's what the spirit, we need to be filled with the Holy Spirit, not with the religious rituals or doing all these activities and ain't filled with the Holy Spirit, still broken inside, still have a broken heart, still bleeding inside, still a crush inside because of the pain, because of the trauma, because of whatever we've been through in a childhood. We need to be converted as believers of the Lord Jesus Christ with the power of the Holy Spirit. Let's get back into the word of God. We're going to go into Acts, Acts chapter 15, verse 7 through 9, and it says this. After much discussion, Peter got up and addressed him, brothers, you know that some time ago, God made a choice among you that the Gentiles might hear from the lips the message of the gospel and believe. God, who knows the heart, shows that he accepted them by giving the Holy Spirit to them, just as he did to us. He did not discriminate between us and them, for he purified their hearts by faith. And so Peter stood up to his people. Peter was a Jew and an Israelite. With his boldness and courageous, looking into the Pharisees and letting them know, let us not bring no division among the Gentiles. When you, when y'all know the story of the um, Cornelius, the Gentile that the Lord revealed unto me, don't say what is unclean. It is God doing in the I mean, it is God's doing the clean in the unclean. God is the Alpha and Omega. God is I am who I am. God is the living God. Why do we fight among each other? Of who of who is a Christian and who is filled with the Holy Spirit? Uh, let me break it into the um, into the 2024 generation, which demonstration is better? What is this? Per what is the person did, or what what this person said? Who are we to judge anyone to let God be God? Let us continue to let let the Holy Spirit lead by uh, lead us by faith in Jesus Christ. Conversion, conversion, conversion is what we need. What is conversion? The initial change of an attitude and will that brings a person into the right relationship with God. Let me say it again. Conversion is the initial change of an attitude and will that brings a person into the right relationship with God. Conversion involves turning away from evil deeds, false worship, and turning towards serving and worship the Lord. Worship the Lord Jesus Christ. Conversion marks a person's interest into a new relationship with God, forgiveness of sin, and a new life as part of the fellowship of the people of God. Closely retaliated conversions are repentance in faith. Repentance is turning from sin. Faith is turning to God. Let me say it again. Repentance is turning from sin. 
Faith is turning to God. Conversion is more than the exchange of one set of beliefs for another. It is the wholehearted turning to God. That's why we need conversion. Let's go back into the word of God. Let's go into Acts chapter 15, verse 8 through 9. This is my last scripture. God who knows the heart showed that he accepted them by giving the Holy Spirit to them, just as he did to us. He did not discriminate between us and them, for he purified their hearts by faith, by faith. Remember, repentance is turning from sin. Faith is turning to God. Repentance is turning from sin. Faith is turning to God. So God knew the desires of the Gentiles that they did sincerely desire to please God and to see the salvation. God bore a testimony and showed his well-pleasedness well pleasedness and the whole of the um, this affair by bestowing upon them not only the regenerating and sanctifying grace of the Spirit, but his extraordinary gifts, such as speaking with diverse tongues, even like manner as these were, bestowed on the apostles themselves on the day of Pentecost, though they were uncircumcision person, a people for the drift of the Peter's orations is to show that circumcision was not necessary for salvation. So my question for you, church, have you been converted? Have you been converted? Converted is repenting from sin. Repentance is called for us to change. And faith is turning to God. That our faith is in our Lord Jesus Christ. We Our faith is in him. That is what conversion is. For it can change our attitude. For it can change our will. For we can draw close to God. Because in our natural self, we don't want to do that. In our natural self, we want to do our own thing. In our natural self, we want to be in sin. In our natural self, we want to go our own way. But no, no, no. We don't want to go our own way. We want to turn from our wicked ways. How do we turn from our wicked ways? When we repent of our sins, we believe in the Lord Jesus Christ. We believe that he died at... Um, he died and paid for our sins and rose up in three days and that he's our Lord and Savior. Once we repent, we start drawing close to him in his word, praying, building a relationship with him and having faith in him. So he can, well, we can get conversion by the power of the Holy Spirit that can only heal our brokenness, only heal our pain, that can only deliver us from our own hurt and pain and our trauma within ourselves. My God, my God. My God. And so we need conversion. We need to be conversion. We need to be converted. As Jesus was telling Nicodemus, we have to be converted. If we're not being converted, we cannot enter into the kingdom of God. Thank you so much for listening to Divine Inspiration. God bless you. Bye.